This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. When you preach what you have read or learned from someone, what do you think that can excite the people? That's a sermon. That's why I say, my sermon. We don't preach sermon, we preach message. And if you don't have a message from God, keep quiet. And let those that have message give message. If it's a message, it lifts the heart of the people. If it's a message, it corrects them. If it's a message, it inspires. But when it's a sermon, it's a voice of man. It does not add nothing. There's a word for you this morning. And it's captioned. The weapon of knowledge. The what? The weapon of knowledge. Before I progress, I want to, on behalf of the Mogul's family, I appreciate every one of you who make our time. Your sacrifice, we don't take it for granted. Especially in the time that we found ourselves, the insecurity in the Southeast, some of you took the risk of coming to be part of the laying to rest of our elder, Pa Ibongu. Our joy is that everybody came peacefully and stayed peacefully. And the last person has arrived peacefully to their location. And we give God all the glory. In Jesus' name. Philippians chapter number 3. I'll look at verse number 10. And go back from verse 1. Philippians. verse 10. If you're there, say, I'm there. I'm still waiting. Are you still coming to church with Bible? If you came here with Bible, whether it's an iPad or it's in your phone, raise your hand. Thank you. Very important. What did the pastor say? He preached. What did he preach? He just preached very well. That's the era we are. Where did he preach? Well, he just preached. I was there. And he preached well. The Bible said, write the vision down. So that those that read may do what run. The weapon of knowledge. What you don't know is greater than you. And the reason why some are successful... And some are struggling. It's knowledge. And it's a weapon called knowledge. And I pray at the end of today, may you receive that weapon. In the name of Jesus. That I may know him. When you hear somebody say, I want to know. It means he seeks for knowledge. We are in a time where people are no longer searching for knowledge. And knowledge of what? Knowledge of God. Jesus said, I am the light. I am the truth and the light. So if you know and you are not in God, you know nothing. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection the fellowship of his suffering 
been made conformable unto his death. Go back to verse 1, chapter 3. Have you observed that for those of you that have been flying or do fly, before you take off, everything is at its normal size. But as the aircraft ascends, things begin to get smaller. True or false, sir? For those of you who fly. Every time you ascend, you gain knowledge. You gain height. Things before you get smaller. And it gets to a point you don't see those things again. Can I remove this? Sir? I'm going to somewhere. So Satan exists because you are the level of Satan. But when you get to the knowledge of Christ, is somebody hearing me? And the more you know him, the smaller Satan becomes. And he gets to a point Satan does no longer exist. You know, before we took off to travel to, for my father's funeral, somebody sent a note. And what was in the note? Pastor, take oil. Anoint yourself. Anoint your family. Pray for all the people that are going so that they can go safely. Those who were around me, I took it and threw it away. And throw it away. And when you do such thing, that's when I will not even pray at all again. Because I get angry. <laughs> Why will I do that? I have gotten to a point with God hmm, that Satan does not get my attention for one second. Somebody say knowledge is a weapon? Get it. That message came at the right time. And that's how they get some of you. <laughs> Especially after witnessing the little testimony of Air Mishap. They took advantage of that. <laughs> and want to establish fear. One of my pastor friend, apostle that came for the meeting as I was driving from airport. And I was telling him, I said, man of God. He said, but I can't hear guns. They're not shooting guns anywhere. I said, oh. <laughs> He said, what we are hearing? He said, if you come up for us, we'll be dodging bullets. We'll be dodging bullets. <laughs> and I told him, there's a difference between fear and being careful. Did you hear what I said? Yes, being careful is different from being fearful. Yes. There are two different things. Yes, I told him, I'm careful, but I'm not fearful. Yes, is somebody here? Yes, Knowledge is weapon. Get it. That's why I say it's a message. It's not a sermon. We are not saying what we read. We are saying what God has implanted in our heart. And to establish you. So that you can not. I said the more the aircraft gain height. The smaller every object becomes. The practical truth. And he has sent to a point that you see nothing again. Until he starts descending. He gets to a point you begin to see the ground level. And the, the more it drops. The more images become bigger. What it tells you is that the more you ascend with God, the more Satan and every object that hinders you becomes smaller. And the more you ascend with God, they become smaller. The more they become smaller until they are nothing. To some, they no longer exist. 
Though some, they are too small that they don't give attention to it. Verse 1. Can I have the scripture? Philippians 3 verse 1. Let's go. Finally, my brethren, this is St. Paul. This is Paul. A very powerful guy. Dangerous guy. That God arrested by mercy. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. You know, the other day I saw there was women convention and they, they pen husband and wife separately and they began to say, what kind of sport do your husband write? What kind of this? You took that for granted, but they are trying to tell us how close they are. And we saw it clearly. That a lot of them lack the knowledge, do not really have a clear knowledge of who they are with. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me, indeed, it's not grievous, but for you, it is safe. To say these things, it is safety. That's what we bring to you. Church is not a place of gathering, it's a place of impact. Yes, so it's not about I throw this in and he fell down. And he rose up. And then we share grace and go. That is what is holding is still holding you. Knowledge. A son of mine called me. I said, I wanted to buy a property. And I want to pay. And I asked, is there a title in that property? He said, uh, no. You have not asked for the title. And you want to pay. You need the title. You need to verify the title. These things he didn't consider. The money will have just gone. No matter how close you are to the person, verify these things. It comes out of knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. knowledge. Beware of dogs. <laughs> knowledge is weapons. If you have it, you won't make mistakes we made. And so that is why you can't have elders of faith and fall into common errors. Every time I drive with my son or my daughter, we converse. Because you don't know how long you have that opportunity. Keep imparting knowledge, practical knowledge about life. That will save him or her from many troubles that is on earth. This is wisdom. Beware of dogs. It's not talking about the one that says, ho, ho, ho. It's not the dog it's talking about. Human in the form of a dog. Human being with the features and characteristics of dogs. They are in the church. Are you hear what I'm saying? They are in the church. Dog back. Dog will love you when you spend more time with the dog, feeding the dog. As long as you are giving the dog food, you have become his friend. Dog do not know owner. As long as you are feeding him, you are the owner. The day he becomes hungry, he doesn't know owner. He will bite you. The dog, when he has nothing to eat, he vomits the one he has eaten and eat it back. He has no shame. Dog meet publicly. 
Dog will sleep with the mother that gave birth to it and do it openly. That's dog. Eh? He has no moral. He has no control. Those are dogs. So you look at those things among those that you are. When a father is going to have sex with a daughter, he's a dog. Or his stepdaughter, he's a dog. He said what? Beware of dogs. Beware of what? Dogs. That's St. Paul writing. Beware of what? Evil workers. <laughs> he didn't mention any person's name. Evil workers. That is those who promote evil. They promote evil. They move from one. Uh, did you hear that this person is talking about you? Those kind of message. Does he encourage your spirit? No, he will not. It dampens your spirit. It sets your sister against yourself in the church. That's an evil worker. Bible says, beware. Even if a person gave you money yesterday, it's the same way you turn you against others. Beware. Doesn't matter where you sit next to the person. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concessions. Go ahead. He said, for we are the circumcision, we worship God. So you won't understand verse 10 until you begin to go from verse 1. That's why I gave you where I'm zeroing in, and then let's start from somewhere. For we are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit. In the spirit. And rejoice in Christ and have no confidence in the flesh. We are the one that operate in the supernatural. We trust Zion. <laughs> you know, the other day I told you, I think it's in Guinea they had a coup recently. I was watching a, a short video, or, or rather a photograph. The guy who, who, who did the coup that week, they showed where he was holding an umbrella for the president. This is the president. He trusted in the flesh. His ABC that is holding on him. And that's why he can't pray. He cannot pray because the man behind him is armed. <laughs> now knowing that, they said, you, you are going down next week. He said, we of them that have no confidence in the flesh. But we worship God in the spirit. I say, from henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. But after the spirit. So we don't judge you by your earthly manifestation. See, there are some people who sit here. They are looking very ordinary. But they are very influential and powerful people. But in your natural eyes, they are not dressed well. So that means they are not loaded. That's why I've taught those who come up here said they need support, financial support. I say, there is nothing like taxing people. All of you, to 2,000. Call this person. You don't know who God visited overnight. And you don't know the heart of men. The scripture was talking about the widow. The poor widow. It was time for offering. She gave her all. Her all. That's the kind of heart she has. And a man gave them thousand dollars. I said, Why would Jesus say this man gave all? He said, When you compare to what you have left, this one has given more. You know, so we are we are not of the circumcision that operate in the flesh, but of the spirit. I'm talking about the power of knowledge. It's a weapon when you have it. 
Let's run quickly because of time. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh. This, is, this guy read law. Paul read law. I know how they describe themselves. How do lawyers call themselves? Learned colleague, my learned. All of us, we are unlearned. Whether you read six years university before a lawyer, you are unlearned. They are the only the learned people. And I love them for that. <laughs> so Paul fall within this category. That's why he says, say, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinketh that he had, wherefore he might trust in the flesh, I more. If you check my record, and if you want to pride, you know, whenever you see people begin to list the achievement it means there is no achievement if you have an achievement you don't talk it's, it shows it speaks now you see somebody sweating said i have this i did this that nothing you are empty those that have something <laughs> i read during the week that uh what's this guy's name uh the, thank you sir that he did what he bought over he has taken over first bank one man <laughs> you won't hear him talk. You just hear the news, breaking news. Bah. But but those of you who are some of you here, every day is breaking news for you. Everything is breaking. In short, your news, your news are broken. There's nothing to break. <laughs> it's broken. There's nothing to break anymore. They will just wake up, you hear one. Very silent and very quiet. The man went to Italy and just bought ice cream. Only ice cream. It became breaking news all over. How many ice cream have you dropped? <laughs> <laughs> I go to VR, I buy ice cream, 2,000 some. Nobody know I bought ice cream. Somebody bought ice cream. It became brave. Italio, Italio. That's what I'm hearing everywhere. If you are thick, you don't talk. You don't talk. Thick people don't talk. They're quiet. He began to talk to some fleshy people. That's what he's trying to say. Because, you know, sometimes knowledge makes us that when you expect us to talk, we don't talk. Not because we are foolish. Because we know that if you read from the scripture, and God said from Genesis to Revelation, you can count how many times God spoke. And yet, he's a God of the earth. But there are some of us, there is no discussion that will take place. You will not open your mouth and talk. That's why you are where you are. You go to an event, you won't be quiet. Everybody's talking, you must talk. That's why you are where you are. The Bible says, quick to hear, but what? Slow to speak. That's knowledge. Every time you talk, you show yourself. Every time you talk, you show your value. People will ride on you. Though I might have also confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he had, wherefore he might trust in the flesh. I more, verse 5, quickly. Circumcise. He said, if you come for circumcision, I circumcise in the eighth day. And guess what? I'm of the stock of Israel. I'm an Israelite. And I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. That's Jesse. And Hebrew of what? Hebrews. When it has to do with the law, I am what? A Pharisee. Go on. <laughs> Consigning zeal. Consigning zeal. What did he say? Persecuting the church. Read that in Acts of Apostles. Touching righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. When it comes to do with the law, blameless. I kept it completely. I don't fail there. Persecution, you have zeal. You know my own. I pursued the church. Finished them. They ran away. I went after them. This is the person who is talking. 
Thank you. I heard someone say Boko Haram. Boko Haram of the time. Verse 7. But one things, what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Some of you think you know you know how to smoke. Some of us we eat smoke, but we left it for Christ. You say you're a hard man. We are hard than stone, but we left it for Christ. Are you understand what we're saying? That's what he's telling us. <laughs> In this church, there are ex-hard men. We know ourselves. <laughs> Ask men, but we left it for what? For Christ. That's what he's saying here. But for one things were gained to me, those I counted for loss. Eight. Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge. There is a weapon I am looking for. The, I'm a Pharisee, I'm a Hebrew for, for zeal, I got it all and all those things, but there is a knowledge that is lacking in me. Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things. And do count them for dung. That I may win Christ. It's knowledge that makes us serve. And we look stupid. You know when we finish university. It wasn't like now. I'm talking about in the 90s. When a brand new car there. So I remember. Ujo 505, my father bought one. I was with him. 10,500. We went to SEO Motors. Tierroba, 10,500. It doesn't matter what you read in university. When you come out, they start you with Volkswagen. Any job. Volkswagen. That was the state of Nigeria. I remember my sister traveled to US, Nigerian Airways. The ticket was 8,000 naira. No, 9,000. 4,005 going, 4 coming. 4,005. In the 90s. <laughs> Today is a million. So the question is that are we retrogressing or we are progressing? That I may win Christ, that I may know him. The weapon of Christ. The knowledge of Christ. That was the reason why Jesus stood before Pilate and he said, do you know I have the power to kill you? He said, can't you hear the accusers? And the Bible said he kept his mouth shut. Knowledge. Knowledge. Every time he does a miracle, he said, tell no one. But our own, before we say it, he said, pastor did not even recognize me. But Jesus' time, he said, no, tell nobody. Knowledge. Saul walked to David. Why seeking to destroy David? He came close to David. He passed through David. His voice, as he approached his voice, he said, God has given you your enemy to eat. Let's take him up. He held back his sword. Knowledge. 
He knew what his boys did not know. And that's why God preserved him. He knew God. He knew the knowledge. He knew the operation of God. He said, I read in the scripture, touch not my anointed. He has every reason to attack Saul and take him out because Saul left his zone and came to him to kill him. He didn't come to bless him. He came to kill him and he came close. His guys pulled sword. He said, no. Knowledge. If you went to Garden of Gethsemane, right? The scripture said when they came, Peter took off the ears of one of the servants of Pharisees. And Jesus took low and picked the ear and placed it back. Knowledge. He told Peter, this is not a battle of sword. Knowledge. I can call legion. They will take out the whole people here. But knowledge kept his hand back. May you have knowledge. Amen. Knowledge. 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 That's what you need. You know, when I serve in the redeemed Christian church of God, I've said this before. One day, I was under... Pastor Chikilwe, who is late now. That day, he came to our parish, and he, he called for some people to buy microphone for the church. Some people raised their hands. Some folks raised their hand, and the next Sunday, they brought it. And he was in our parish that day. One of them went straight to him to give him the mic, sir. I was a pastor. He took the mic and gave it to me. He said, Pastor, pray for him. He's your member. Somebody say knowledge. knowledge. It's by the Holy Ghost. That's why the knowledge we are talking about, you don't go to Cambridge to get it. It's by God. So if you, are, if you don't know God, you don't have this knowledge. Nobody taught me this. Immediately he says, hey, Pastor, pray for him. <laughs> I said, no, sir. The supernatural knowledge, wisdom of God came on me. I said, no, sir. He said, no, pray for him. He's your, he's your member. <laughs> this is the person who appointed me. This is the person who confirmed me a pastor. He can't be there. I'll be praying. Under what authority? What do you call that? Knowledge. I said, no, two times. Then I said, okay, we pray for the person. I recorded it somewhere. <laughs> when opportunity came, to send a pastor to Europe to start the first church in Eastern Europe, Romania. I was the person that was chosen. And I had not stayed up to six months in the redeemed Christian church of God. There was riot everywhere. I said, why him? Knowledge. <laughs> this can be trusted. His loyalty is impeccable. Some of you will have said, you will not position yourself for prayers. You, po you position yourself. And tell him to hold the microphone. And tell your senior pastor to join you in prayer. <laughs> Knowledge. 
I said, David held back his sword and Jesus replaced the ear. And David, 1 Samuel 30, the Bible says, Ziklag was overrun by the Pharisees and David, all his wives, and they were taken and he ran after. Why he was running after the people who took his family, the scripture says he saw a certain lad who was fainting, dying. He stopped knowledge and gave him bread and water to eat. This somebody whose wife and children have uh, uh, taken away and the captors are, are making progress at every second. But as he was passing by, he saw someone die. He didn't pass him by. He stopped, fed the child with bread and water. And the Bible says, and strength came. And he said, where come it thou? He said, I'm of the Pharisees. Don't kill me. Now we can't do the job. You see how God cut his journey short? By knowledge. Knowing what to do at every time is knowledge. <laughs> that I may know him, verse 9, quickly, and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. And verse 10, that I may know him, the power of his faith. With all these certificates, with all these experiences, Hebrew, Pharisee of Pharisees, zeal, he still said, I want to know him. There's something I've not known. And that is Christ. The fellowship of his suffering. When you get to that dimension of his glory. In Luke Gospel chapter 9. I think I spoke from there on Wednesday. Can somebody remind me of a verse? Luke 9. Is it 20? Yeah, 28. Luke 9, 28. Luke 9, 28, sir. Let's read. Excuse me. Luke 9, 28. And it came to pass about an eight days after this saying. He did what? He took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain for a party. To share offering. And that worried me, sir. Because there are 12 disciples. And he picked three, leaving nine. <laughs> and you know, those nine, some of them go say, Thank God, this man stressed too much, Seth. Make you carry them to go. Make we rest. You know, there are some people we call to minister, they, they will be stretching themselves. They'll be stretching themselves. <laughs> he took three and left nine behind. If it's me, I'll be troubled. Give me the next verse quickly. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. And his raiment was white and glistering. 20, 30. And behold, they had talked with him. Two men which were Moses. Go back to that 29. That's another level of dimension entirely. Go back to 29. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. And his raiment was white. That was another realm. Another realm. 
And if you read the end of this scripture, when they came down, he told them, he said, tell no one. Tell no one what you have seen. Not even discuss it with the nine. Every time you go up, every other thing becomes small. In knowledge and everything. Does it wonder you why when money enters the pocket of a boy, he begins to talk to men like boys? Hmm? Because material acquisition is a level of height. Consciously, unconsciously, a boy hit the thing. Hammer. Let me use Nigeria language. A hammer. He begins to talk to men like boys. And he has ascended a man's position. He's a, he's a boy, you. I think I read the other day, uh, David Doe, not David Doe himself, at the airport here. One of his ace slapped immigration man. The big boy himself is already at, just his ace alone, the follower alone, have gained so much boldness. A slap immigration man. Only in Nigeria, this one can happen. So put you in the highest jail, but he slapped you. That's what money does to man. It takes you high, and everybody is small. So when you gain height in God, devil does not exist. Fear does not exist. Are you understand what I'm saying? Impossibility does not exist. That's why when Jesus was before Pilate and was talking, he was expecting him to, you know, to be to be fearful. And he was, they were heaping evidences down there. He said, You can't talk, he was cool. Why was Bostidious wind disturbing the, the boat? And Jesus was sleeping because of a level of dimension. He was in another level of dimension. Another level of dimension. Every time you gain knowledge, you gain confidence. I remember wedding uh, Mr. Brian Brown on that faithful day. And I could see 26 state governors seated, not retired, serving. I'm not counting ministers in Nigeria. And guess what? I was still living at Mushi number six and Modu Street. And here are governors, the Boris, the Just look at all of them, they were there. Tunumbu them. My phone was, my microphone was not shaking. You know there are some people that will say, and they, they, Daniel swallowed the lion. And lion swallowed, I mean, swallow. in short, there was a swallow. Because these men are fixing their eyes on you. These are executive governors. And you now look at where you are coming from. You have to be in another dimension. To gain confidence and be sure of you. Some of you, they give you mic here. Even not sit down, talk to us here. You're already frightening. <laughs> so you need the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of Christ gains you confidence. The knowledge of earthly. When you see professors, they want to talk. There's this air of confidence in them. They are professors of letters. That's why the lawyer said we are learned men. They walk with confidence. Every time you gain knowledge, there is this confidence in you. And so, when you also ascend in God, that you have prayed, you have walked with God, you gain a confidence, you gain a height that impossibility does not exist. In this Lagos, I told you, somebody was passing through TBS. 
Somebody just blocked me like this from nowhere. I brought some of you have not seen 12 inches nail. 12 inch nail. You have not seen it. Very long. I'm not saying in the movie, I'm not saying I'm dreaming live at TBS here. He took it, faced me, put it in his nose here, and push it. He entered. Live. I was not a pastor then, but I was already born again. Inside of me, I knew it was, and he wanted to introduce me to occultism, mix it up together. But I stood before him, and as he did like this, he brought it out from, I didn't say movie, life. So you have to be at a level of that. We don't see things. We have seen things. This guy here has been shot, live, not in the dream. So with that level of dimension, nothing moves us. Nothing frightens us anymore. We walked with him. We are walking with him. We know him. We have, we have seen things. We have walked through dangerous ground. We have been threatened. Somebody have come to me, oh, I saw you uh, over my dream. You died in accident over the night. You know, I didn't like such thing. I didn't like them. That's when I will cease praying. <laughs> I will not go and eat where I will not even pray before I will not pray him. Because he has been settled in heavenly places. Because the Bible said, I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. Why will I talk this way I'm talking? Because of the level of dimension I have walked with God. I have known him. I know they pray when I enter Plano. Because those prayers are prayer of fear. If I'm traveling, Mama will just call me and the kids are around, just pray. And that's the way I gone. So why do I have to go to plane again now? Is that praying? Praying for what? It's prayer of fear. And God does not hear such prayers. <laughs> Let prayer be your lifestyle. It's only in plane that somebody dies. First some robbers were striking and they were shooting. A woman was carrying his baby. I told you this now. Inside their house, held his little newborn baby. Bullet flew from outside there, pierced through the baby, pierced through the woman. So where is safe? Now tell me where he's safe. He didn't fly, he didn't drive. He was not outside, but he died. Those who were even outside were not hit. So how do you explain that? So you need Christ. In you and that settles it. When you have Christ, you are now being careful but not fearful. What is being careful? The Bible said immediately Jesus healed the man on the Sabbath day, and there was a mighty miracle around. The people said, What is left? This guy is, is running that Judaism. We're in trouble. The scripture said, and they plan to kill him. He perceived it in spirit. The scripture said, From that day, he walked no more openly among them. That's being careful. You couldn't have attempted to poison me and I'll still be relating with you the same I relate with you. I will relate with you, but not the same way again. Before I'll tell you, buy me water, but now I will not tell you buy me, but we can drink together. The one I open. But when I leave it where you are, I won't take it again. That's being careful. That's not being fearful. Somebody say knowledge. knowledge. And I may know him. You must grow in the knowledge of God on a daily basis. 
it helps you the single to make the right choice from henceforth we know no man after the flesh no longer pick a wife based on body construction you don't pick a man based on the fact that he's always checking on me before is it Satan that will check on you before <laughs> the devil will use somebody who is caring he has never used someone who is not caring to deal with people so, but the knowledge of God opens your eyes to the supernatural that you can see beyond what others see. Grow in God. Don't grow in books alone. Grow in God. Grow in the knowledge. Grow in the revelation of God. In John chapter 6, 30, 31, 32, and, the, and Jesus turned to the Jews that believe. He said, great things you have done. He said, if you continue in this, then you are my disciples. Indeed. He now said the next word. He said, then thou shalt know, know the truth which liberates. That knowledge comes by continuity. Continuity. Like I told you, it's a proof of consistency. It's a proof of conviction, rather. Continuity is a proof of conviction. The person that I give you today, will he give you tomorrow? Will he give you next tomorrow? That's what we are talking about. That's why people make a permanent decision on temporal situations. Hmm? Somebody just annoying you today. He just said, the man is an annoyance himself. The woman is an annoyance himself. You just conclude on that. <laughs> no, give him a chance. Give her a chance. Let's see him or her repeat it again. Continuity is a proof of conviction that I may know him. Then thou shalt know the truth. It's at that point that David could say that once he spoke, twice do I have an understanding that power belongs to God. What made Samuel, or rather Solomon, to make the sacrifices made? Knowledge. His father impacted in him about God. And that reminds me of the forthcoming convention. You know, every time I hear budget 2.5 million, I just look for a, a church. And so if, if you're here and you can do 1 million, if you do 300,500, you didn't do nothing. We will receive it, but there's no blessing in it. And guess what? It's called sacrifice. In the work of faith, it is not done by human knowledge. It is sacrifice. Let God speak to your spirit man. That is what is going to invite God in your matter. We don't move the work of God by contribution. That's why you won't hear the word contribution in the scripture. What the scripture you is sacrifice. Psalm 50 verse 50. Gather unto me people that cause God's attention. People that catches the attention of God. Give me Psalm 50 verse 50. Or for verse 5, sorry. Gather my saints together. Unto me, what a, what a privilege to have a fellowship with God, not angels. <laughs> so if, if you seek his presence, this is one thing that is going to pull God to your side. From Genesis to Revelation, everyone that lives a sacrificial life has been a friend of God. And has never been left stranded. As somebody in the university, 
I will take part of my this thing and donate to church. There's a church there that my name is in a pew. We saw tomorrow. And so what we're experiencing today is not accidental. God don't bless nobody by accident. It's by sacrifice and covenant. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant. Mutual, committed agreement. God, for your sake, I will stay away from this thing for 20 days and you stay. It's a covenant. I made a covenant with me by sacrifice. What is sacrifice? There's a saying that you can't eat your cake and have it. <laughs> There's a family, I've said this before, every year they go on holiday abroad. It's their routine. If God has blessed you, please do that. Take care of your family. Enjoy yourself. Very important. But a day, a year came, a convention like this as he announced. They decided that their ticket money, everything that they normally would have spent for that, they gave it to the church. If they have given that to the church and still was able to fly, it means they are heavily loaded. Nothing, nothing, not shaky. They have not made sacrifice. Do you know that year they couldn't travel because they have to give their tickets, everything for that convention. That is called sacrifice. That's called sacrifice. That's the only way God can be drawn to you. Solomon removed the head of 1,000 animals. God came and said, what is going on here? What do you want? He's not waiting to respond to his prayer. I say, what do you want? He said, give me what? Knowledge and wisdom. God shook. He said, what? On this earth? I came to you. He said, when men are asking for iPhone 13, give me iPhone 13. Oh, God. And I will serve you better. I won't miss from choir practice if you give me iPhone 13. Solomon said, wisdom and knowledge. Young boy, God, God said, I will give it to you and still give you a blessing. No king will be like you forever. God did not say that to two people in the scripture. Two of us. And it was evidence when Queen of Sheba came to see him. He saw his ADC. He bowed. I said, Madam, I'm not the person you came to see. What? You are not King Solomon. Wait. He's coming. Let me go and call him. <laughs> there was nothing spectacular about what he wore, but God glorified himself in him. <laughs> you know, there's a lady that went to France to go and buy dress for a program, church program. And the program came and ended. Nobody said, your dress is fine. He nearly went mad. He flaunted himself, flaunted himself, showed himself, and went high. Your said, I ring conquer, I ring conquer. It in pain her. And some people that went to buy Ben Dan Boutique for Nibo Bodia. And they are just admiring their own. That's the difference between the glory of God and the glory of man. So when Solomon came out, it's not that he dressed the world, they drew it from heaven. But God brewed on it. When Queen of Sheba saw it, she just collapsed. It fell down. The Bible says her, her, her heart left her. He fainted. Because of the hand of God upon Solomon. The blessing that came out of sacrifice. 
I didn't know where his father taught him that. That's why I see my children. I think my son, money came his hand during the week. I pursued him. I said, you're tight. He said, Sunday. I said, no, I won't wait. It's Sunday. Transfer it. You have been transferring that day. Transfer it. I have to teach them that. I have to teach them that because there are battles ahead. And I will not be there. So that God can appear for you. The Bible says in the days of adversity that your offering shall speak for you. That God shall speak for you. So I teach them that to the letter. Because my late father, till his last moment, that Sunday he went to church, that was his last. He made a pledge in the church. And as he came back home, he sent for the pastor and paid the pledge. The next day he was no more. That's the person that raised me. It was God, 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 and the knowledge of God. Everybody rise on your feet. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.